remoteoffice.fm Weekly Coworking Show episode number 7 I'm your host, Lima Hayati Hi Coworking Owner, what's your strategy to expand your coworking space? Of course, finding best location, maybe the answer some of you How about making product? I'm thrilled to announce our guest today She's founder of Atelier Coworking and the Focus Journal Let's hear more from Sabrina Shamas. Uh, my name is Sabrina and I'm Lebanese and Canadian. Um, and I lived in the U.S. for nine years before coming to Canada. Um, and when I was living in the U.S., uh, I, um, I used to work out of a co-working space in Venice Beach. Um, and that was my first exposure to co-working spaces. And I really liked the idea Um, and I like that uh, I didn't have to work from home alone anymore. I was part of a community. Uh, but I noticed that a lot of people there uh, were in tech and tech startups, and I was the only one doing something a bit more creative. And so it surprised me that there wasn't a place in L.A. for creative people because, uh, you know, L.A. is the entertainment capital of the world, And I knew there were a lot of people in my industry, like the creative industries, film, you know, design, all that stuff um, that, that also needed a space to work from. So, and then I ended up moving to Vancouver for a lot of personal reasons. Um, and I decided to make the idea happen there. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, did you build that? alone or you got team back yes. you up so i built that atelier co-working all by myself uh yeah. but i did have help from i did hire contractors so i hired a interior designer uh, and i hired um, a web designer and contractors because i did renovations to the actual space yeah uh, but I'm the sole owner of the space, so I did it all by myself. But now it's one year later, and I'm starting to add people to my team slowly. And they'll help, they're, they're helping me expand into products. Did you uh, rent it or building the buildings you bought? Yeah, so I, no, I rented a space. So I'm paying, yeah. Oh, okay. Is it uh, enough? The cover, your member fee with the building rent? Yeah, so the margins are pretty low because rent here in Vancouver is very expensive. Um, so I don't make a ton of money, but, uh, but yeah, I... I'm doing okay for now. That's why I wanted to add products so I can bring in more revenue without raising the prices for members. Okay. How's co-working development in Vancouver? Uh, so it's... Dancing. Okay. Yeah, it's booming right now. Um, a lot of spaces are opening up. Um, I hear of spaces opening up, you know, every month. Um But uh, yeah, and it's it's really good that so many spaces are opening up in the city because we really need it. 
um, because people can't afford to rent their own offices anymore. The prices are really up, very high. But there, there could be your competitor. Hmm. There could be your competitor. Yeah, competition is good in this case because there is a need. So, and I don't see it as a bad thing. A lot of um, a lot of the other co-working space owners, uh, we talk to each other. Uh, we have a collective, so we actually uh, talk to each other, give each other tips, and we help each other out. And I think it's important in an industry like co-working because we encourage people to work together um, and collaborate, and we want to do the same for our own business. So uh, different co-working spaces in Vancouver are open to collaborating and talking to each other. And it's not a bad kind of competition. It's actually a good kind of competition. That's good. What typical demographic people that come to Atelier look like? So most people who come to Atelier uh, are in the fields of marketing and design. So there's a lot of smaller, um, uh, you know, marketing firms and yeah so, so small teams uh doing marketing and design all kinds of design like graphic design and product design um but there are a lot of people as well in tech uh but not as much not as much as the other spaces so we're more heavy on the creative side and there are some people who are in e-commerce some people in uh, nutrition and the wellness industries so people who um, sell supplements for example for uh, because the yeah wellness is a big thing in Vancouver um, yeah so people are very health conscious and there's a lot of people focused on health as well when people coming to atelier uh, what their workflow look like they coming uh, they feel the maybe member registration and they can sit down at that time or need what? Need what step? The steps? Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty easy to join. Uh, you can even book hot desking or meeting rooms online. So you don't need to oh. person. Um, if you want a dedicated desk, you have to book a tour, which you can do online as well. And then based on availability, um, you can have your desk within one day. So uh, it's an easy process. And uh, I try to be inclusive to everyone who wants to join. Um, but uh, yeah, as long as uh, people feel like they, you know, they could benefit from l'atelier and it's a good vibe for them and a good fit for them, I don't usually discriminate on who can join and who can't. Oh. Is it open 24 hours or we can open too? So it's not open 24 hours, but you can have access 24 hours. But it's um, member. Yeah, for higher levels of memberships, you can access this space 24 hours, 24 7. But if it's uh, the you... first time, it's uh, you have to book a time yeah. first in order to get the keys and then you can yeah. have 24 hour access. Did you plan to expand Atelier? Uh, yes and no. So um, I'm planning to expand right now into products first. 
because it would be a bigger risk to just take on a new location because it's a lot of capital uh, to start one, especially at the level, um, at the standards that I have for l'atelier. So it's not just um, renting you know, a random space and having internet connection. I actually um, did a lot of renovations and I invested a lot in good furniture and in the design of the space. Um, so I'm not looking to expand quickly. I'm more looking into expanding smartly. So starting slowly with building a good brand, um, having products, and then seeing where this goes first. That's better, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you bootstrapping or you got investor backing you? No, there's no investors. Uh, I started by myself with my own funding, uh, support from family and friends. And um, yeah, and right now for expanding into products, we're doing a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. So it's crowdfunding. So um, yeah, this avoids, you know, I'm lucky that I was able to do that. Not everyone can do that, but it's really good thing if you can, because then you don't have to pay for interest. Uh, is it already launched the Kickstarter program? So the Kickstarter is launching on Thursday. In oh yeah, this Thursday. Thursday, yeah. This Thursday, yeah. Uh, how long? How long the program? It's bigger. One month? It's gonna go for 30 days, yeah. Oh, 30 days. The goals? I haven't checked it. It's how much you uh, targeting for the Kickstarter program that buy the books? Is it the books? The yeah, product that you a, mentioned? It's a journal. It's, it's a productivity tool. So it's kind of like a planner. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, Wonderless agenda planner, but it's undated and it's more focused on you achieving your goals. Uh, so it's yeah, the goal is going to be seventeen thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah, but thousand dollars Canadian, so it's actually less in U.S. dollars. So it's not yeah. that much, but it will be enough to uh, for us to fund the project and. Um, get them into production. How you promote the Kickstarter program? Uh, so we're promoting it through um, people we know first. So friends and family and members of the space and anyone who uh, comes to our website. And then we're also doing Facebook ads. Ah, uh, yeah. Digital marketing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. But the price of the journal, how, how much is it? So the price, each journal, um, it depends how, mu how many you purchase. So if you back, buy a pack of three or four, for example, it's going to be cheaper than if you buy one at a time. But the most expensive will be um, $27 Canadian. Like Sorry, it's... I think it's gonna be 27, but yeah, it's not very expensive. It's the price of, you know, a nice lunch. <laughs> yeah, so everybody can buy it actually. <laughs> yeah, everyone can buy it and it's not a big, in, you know, 
a big investment. It's a, a very small amount of money for a pretty good product that's going to help you. Is it personalized, like having illustration, illustration or? No, we're, we're going for a very minimalist design. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's gender neutral. Um, so a lot of the planners and journals that you see today in the market, they're very geared towards women. Uh, so we wanted to make it gender neutral, very minimal, so that um, both men and women can use it. I think there's a few a few type of bag, like if you just buy twenty or thirty dollar, mm -hmm. you get the books. And if you more than that, maybe you can get the membership or you offer what for the highest baker. Mm, yeah, we considered doing something like that, and I'm not sure if we're gonna still do it. Um, because we want to separate the products and the services uh, but uh, we might we might do something like that where if you get um, you know you get a journal and a membership at a slightly lower cost than usual yeah kind of true um, what type of marketing program that you've done uh, already for the promoting atelier so um, the biggest type of marketing, the most efficient one, is to host events at the space. Okay. Because events, um, because sometimes even if someone sees, you know, a digital ad five times, they don't, they don't, you know, it doesn't make them really come to the space. But then if there's an event, it creates a reason for them to come and see the space in person. Yeah. And the experience you get in person is very different from photos. So a lot of people, I have nice photos, but when people come in person, they always say, wow, I didn't realize it was so big or wow, it looks very good in person. So getting people to come in person through events, even if it's free events, or workshops, it's, um, it's a really good marketing strategy and it has worked. Um, and we use social media a lot. So Instagram is our primary platform for social media. We almost have 4,000 followers now on, on Instagram and cool. we post really high quality photos um, and the feed looks very visual and nice and it creates a conversation between us and people who are interested in joining so they can feel free to message us on Instagram and and then it makes us seem very accessible and and easy. Yeah. yeah. What's unique what's your unique selling point that you offer to people who will join Atelier? So our unique selling point is actually that um, the space working from l'atelier doesn't feel like working. So this is the biggest selling point. You know, you can talk about amenities all you want, but at the end of the day, competing on amenities is not going to make a difference. You know, we all offer free coffee. We all offer good chairs and all that stuff. But um, for me, the most important thing is that when someone 
walks into l'atelier, they feel good and they feel like their work is important. They feel like they can connect with other people. And it's just the environment is the biggest selling point for me. So people who join atelier, uh, their friends or um, they, they see the environment makes they feel it's friendly, is it? Yeah, it's friendly. Um, and the environment, so the space is well lit. So it's a bright space with nice yeah. furniture. Sometimes we play music. Um, I'm very friendly when you come into the space. I make you feel <laughs> Maybe like I will come, home. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a, yeah, it's an environment for people to feel good. And that's the most important thing because you work, you know, people spend most of their lives working. Yeah. And if, if, if their whole life is spent working and they don't feel good about working, then, you know, they're having a bad life. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> you can create a nice environment <laughs> for them to work. It's, it makes yeah. a big difference. Yes, true. What's your future plan of Atelier? So for Atelier, uh, right now, the plan is to uh, start making our own products. That way we can expand the, bl the brand globally. Yeah. And that would be faster to expand the brand globally through products than by opening different locations because it's, it takes less time to make products. Um, and then once the brand is recognizable globally, so people in Singapore start using our products, like the journal that we're going to launch on Kickstarter, um, yeah. then people will start liking our brand and they would be, they would want L'Atelier to come to their town, hopefully. So then we would consider opening different locations. You mean products, uh, the journal itself, or there could be another product after this? Yeah, the, the journal is the first product. And the plan is, if the journal goes well, is to make more products. Oh, very excited to mm -hmm. hear more about you and the Atelier. Okay, yeah, thank, thank you. you so much for the talks today. So, what do you think, listeners? Grab the journal on Kickstarter campaign, link on the website, and you can focus on your own activity. You can follow her on Instagram at vancityatelier, V-A-N-C-I-T-Y-A-T-E-L-I-E-R, or you can also follow us on Twitter at remoteofficeco. Stay tuned for the next episode with Mo Greenhouse Serbia.